Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Guys, 2022's been a roller coaster year. So spoil her this Christmas by giving her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all. With soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas. Exclusively from Pajamagram. Sensuous and smooth, naturally nude pajamas feel just like her own bare skin. Even more alluring than lingerie. The texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all. And you'll love the way they look. Best of all, Pajamagram does the wrapping for you with free gift packaging. Order today and Pajamagram will also include a free matching naturally nude nightie with the purchase of naturally nude pajamas. That is free gift packaging and a free naturally nude nightie when you order today. Just go to Pajamagram.com. It's fast, easy, and delivery by Christmas is guaranteed. That's Pajamagram.com. Welcome to Belly Up Fantasy Live. Now for your hosts, Chris, Dan, Tom, Houston, and Zach. Welcome in tonight, guys. This is Belly Up Fantasy Live. I'm your host, Chris Pinto. With me tonight, the Belly Up Fantasy crew, guys. We got Ryan, Tom, we got Nate. Y'all have seen him before on our Mox Man and brand new to streaming with us at Belly Up. Billy Witt. Billy, how are you doing tonight, brother? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Man, glad to have you, gentlemen. we got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got the NFC South, probably one of the biggest divisions in the league for fantasy scoring-wise. Um, Houston couldn't be with us tonight. He's helping us out from the backstage. That's great. Thank you so much, Houston. Uh, but he was so adamant about this division, and I am too, just listening to him and Ryan go back and forth about it. It's going to be crazy. This is where you're going to pick up a lot of your fantasy football-relevant players. Um, along with that though, tonight, man, we have a new guest that I wasn't prepared for. The guys weren't really prepared for, but it just kind of seemed to fall in line uh, with everything that's going on right now in the fantasy community. We've got Dave Wright coming on with us. He is a big proponent of the Scott Fishbowl Potathon, 24 hour Potathon, which belly up fantasy is a sponsor of guys. Um, we sent in our live read. We sent in everything. Dave's been working with me back and forth, getting everything fine-tuned so we can be part of this potathon that is 24 hours, having the biggest names in fantasy football, talking uh, fantasy football for 24 hours, kicking off the fantasy football season. It's going to be really cool, really nice. Um, everyone who's watching us, thank you for the comments. Uh, thank you for the likes, the retweets, everything. The fantasy football community is so awesome, so supportive. Um, but we want to support our own guys. You know, we are company men here at Belly Up Sports and Belly Up Fantasy. So if you like what we're doing on our stream, go follow the rest of the Belly Up Sports Talk lineup hashtag bust. See what you're missing out, guys. Uh, we got last minute of play. We got Puck Puck Pass with our own Zach Matt, who could not be here. And Corner Booth Podcast, who had a great podcast. Around for the weekend on Friday, who had a great show, who was live at 4.30. A few of us jumped on there and saw it. 
Ryan gave us a big shout out. Thank you so much, Ryan. Um, and then a world without sports is going to kick off here pretty soon. Use the hashtag bus, like I said. See what you're missing with the Belly Up Fantasy Crew uh, and Belly Up Sports Talk. Guys, let's jump into a little bit of chit-chat, some stuff that's been going on. Let's touch on something that has happened that everyone pretty much knows about, but I don't know if we've talked about because we already passed the AFC division that we that he was brought into. Cam Newton, um, Super Bowl MVP, now with a brand-new offensive system, brand-new coach, brand-new players. Ryan, what's your take on Cam Newton? How do you feel like he's going to fare with the New England Patriots? I think it makes a lot of sense. I did an article about this when the signing happened. Uh, we McDaniels drafted Tebow. I mean, Cam is like a super Tebow. They're going to change the offense up a little bit for him. Um, I mean, he's not been the most accurate quarterback in his career, but he is an athlete. We'll see how well his body holds up this year. But I think Bilicek's probably feeling like he wants to uh, prove that he can do it without Brady, and that's why I do think Cam's going to be starting for them this year. Also, shout out to JT. You look handsome too, man. <laughs> Nate, man, um, know you're a big New York Giants fan. Yes, sir. So there's got to be some animosity with Cam coming <laughs> to the Patriots in Foxborough. Yeah, I mean, it made sense for the Patriots, but as an as a uh, enemy of the Pats, not not the most happy. But um, fantasy wise, Edelman, Harry, James White, this is a big upgrade for them, just because they're getting a, a experienced quarterback who who is definitely better than Stidham because when we saw Stidham for a very brief time against the Jets, he uh, kind of made some mistakes. Um, so I think Newton definitely helps the Patriots out. I think he has a pretty good season. And like Ryan said, I think Belichick wants to prove that he's not, you know, Brady's little sidekick. He's uh, he's the mastermind behind all of the madness the last 15 years. For sure, for sure. Billy Witt, man, first time Analyzing something for belly up, make it good, brother. What do you think about Cam in New England? Honestly, I think he's in for a big year. Uh, I don't see why not. Good coaching. They're going to put him in a position to do what he does best. They're going to run the ball. They've got a ton of backs to help him. Uh, for me, this puts James White top 30 uh, PPR-wise. I mean, we saw what he did with Christian McCaffrey. No reason to think that uh, James White won't follow suit catching balls out of the backfield. Uh, small upgrades for receivers, but um, – I think Cam might be in for something, uh, maybe not huge numbers, but more efficient play than we've seen in the past. Tom, our resident Eagles fan, what you got? I'll tell you what, I'm kind of on the opposite end from uh, from Billy here. I'm not as big on Cam, just going to be honest. Um, you know, I grew up in the Carolinas, so I watched him, you know, his whole time in, uh, in Carolina there. He's a good player, don't get me wrong. I'm not entirely sold that he's a day one starter with them. I don't think that it's guaranteed that he'll start over Stidham. You know, it's it's tough to say that you draft that guy and he's just going to sit behind Brady now Cam and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Even if he is a day one starter, though, I'm 20 or lower on my rankings kind of going into the season at least. Just as I kind of see this being a run-heavy team. I mean, you have James White, you have Sonny Michelle. Uh, you know, Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris. It's a deep backfield. Their receivers, obviously, Julian Edelman's good. Muhammad Sanu is solid, but um, they don't have a you know a breakout receiver, and they never did with Brady. But I think that Brady made more out of uh, out of black at receiver than Cam Newton has the ability to. So again, even at a day one starter, to me, he's twenty or lower as far as you know, quarterback rankings go. Yeah, I'm twenty two. 
Like I'm 27, yeah. I believe. Chris, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> Chris, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun, isn't it? <laughs> you're my, my mess up. Okay, so I, I, wanted, to say, I wanted to thank Billy for bringing up the backfield in New England. I don't have Cam ranked just yet. I don't know where I'm going to rank him or his projections or anything like that. All I do know is James White is going to get the ball thrown to him. Sony Michelle is going to run the rock. Cam is going to run the rock. He's going to be a dual threat quarterback. Bill Belichick, I mean, he's about to come out with the wishbone 2.0. I mean, we're going to have everybody in the backfield. No one's going to know what's going to happen. Mohamed Sanu is going to be the number one guy there. Him and Cam have been on a Pro Bowl team together. So Sanu in late rounds, I really like him just because he came out on Twitter and was like, let's go to work. He was the first one of those guys to say it. Um, Besides Elman, who's going to get his, the other wide receivers are pretty young. So Cam probably has a little bit of relationship with Muhammad Sanu, which I really like, and I should upgrade these here pretty soon. Um, Moving forward, though, talking about another player who could possibly get traded is David Njoku from the Browns. We saw today that his sports agent, Drew Drew Rosenhaus, came out and said, we want to trade. Um, It's not that outlandish for the Browns to trade him. It's just something that they would have to think about because if they do trade him, they're going to take about $1.5 million in dead cap space, which isn't huge, but it's something that's like, wait, let's actually reevaluate this because the dude is like, what, 23, 24, 25, super athletic. Uh, He's like 6'4", runs the 40 and under a 4'7". We've seen what he can do in, in bits and pieces if he can stay healthy. Um, Tom, Cleveland Browns, do you think they'd get rid of David Njoku? Because he is such an athlete. You know, I know that they said that they don't want to. I think that they're going to kind of be forced to from what it sounds like. It sounds like Njoku is not going to play in Cleveland. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to play in Cleveland. I don't care what who you have around me. I don't care if it's OBJ. I could care less. Cleveland is not a good place to play in my opinion. Um, so I think he is going to leave. Honestly, we just talked about him and how they have some okay tight ends, but I think the Cardinals might be a decent fit for him. That's kind of a, a just a guess, but uh, and I haven't really heard any rumors for it, but just kind of ideally where he might fit. Kyler Murray with David Njoku, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, that could be a pretty dangerous offense with him. I like the Redskins. If you want to see what Haskins can do, I don't really like the tight ends on their roster that much right now. Also, I wanted to bring up Adam mentioned Harris for New England in the backfield, and I wish Houston was live right now because I was I think he has him ranked higher than any of us do. So I mean Harris obviously, especially I don't trust Michelle to stay healthy. I, I just don't I don't know why, but Harris could easily get some touches there. Uh especially if they're run heavy. It would make a lot of sense. Well, I was talking to one of our fraternity brothers, Marco and Gio, uh, Ryan. And this is my prediction for the Patriots. Bill Belichick is going to come out and have something crazy, win the division, Cam Newton, Sony Michelle, dynamic duo. And then by the time the Super Bowl, the champion, the championships slash Super Bowl comes around, Cam and Sony might be hurt. Stidham comes in, Tom Brady S 2.0 wins it with Rex Burkhead, Julian <laughs> Edelman, 
and closes a chapter and starts a new one in New England. Oh no, I can't even. Vegas is hearing me right now. I'll put I'll put like three bucks on it. I don't know. <laughs> Real quick, I like six mil. Real quick, I did see Marco Ayala in the comments here. Did ask Njoku to the Cowboys, and I just have to say, if Njoku does go to the Cowboys. I am not high on any receiver or tight end from the Cowboys because somebody's going to lose on target share. You're, you have three great receivers already. Well, great might be a little bit of a stretch, but very good receivers at the very least. Um, and then you add in Joku to the mix at tight end, and they have Blake Jarwin right now. But if he stays, absolutely lose now. Even if he goes, you have four very athletic guys outside. Somebody's going to not get their touches. If Joku does end up on the Cowboys, though, and Jerry Jones would be the guy to pay the extra 1.5 to get him out of Cleveland, and that offense would be athletic. They're like thrashers. You got Cooper, you got Lamb, you got Zeke, you got possibly Njoku, and then Gallup. Scott Davis is the Patriots. This would be a nice place for him, too. Out of left field, Scott Davis, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, They love their tight ends. He's an athletic guy. We've seen what they can do with tight ends, with Hernandez, with Gronk. Um, who am I missing? There's the big name, Billy uh, Watson. Ben Watson. Oh, ben wow. Watson. There we go, Ben Watson. And they could – that would be crazy. You need a tight end up there. Yeah, you're a tight yeah. end. You're doing all right. Let's keep it moving, though, because our guest is about to be on. He's messaging me. Tom, you were one of the first guys that we were talking about this in our chat. The Washington Redskins, possible name, not possible, but it's going to be a name change. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, if you're listening to this on Facebook right now, you know that it's questionable. By the time this is up live on Spotify and everything else on Tuesday, very possible it could be a new team name. Um, I mean, this has been talked about for years. I think it's it's kind of about time. Um, a lot of names get thrown out there. I mean, the Warriors, uh, the Red Tails, uh, will throw back to um, you know World War II bombers, and I'm blanking on their names. If somebody remembers it off the top of my head, uh, the Tuskegee Airmen um, for the the Red Tails. I think there's some cool names out there that they could utilize and keep the team. You know, the scheme of the you know the color scheme, the uniforms, and even the logos fairly similar. Um, yeah, I, I think there's some good options out there. I heard they were going to be the DC Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's seen the clip of Cartman uh, by now answering the phone, Washington Redskins, <laughs> go fuck yourself. And I'm pretty sure that might have been Dan Snyder <laughs> until Pepsi, FedEx, uh, and now uh, Nike removed all their merchandise from the website. I'm pretty sure that was him up until all of that happened. He said, no, it's time. For sure. Uh, we got one more thing to talk about um, before our guest comes in. Let's touch on it real quick. Nate, the NFLPA has presented a possible cancellation of preseason games. Tom has already said that he's okay with this. I'm okay with it as long as there's just maybe one scheduled. I just want one just to have some confidence. Yeah. Um, but if there's not anything, I'm okay with that too because I really can't tell you the last time I watched it. Exactly right. Yeah, there. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And as long as they can play some games that count, even if it means no preseason games, I'm okay with it. I just want some real football that counts um, towards Super Bowl, towards you know, counts. Uh, and yeah, exactly right. And um, 
if it means no four four games that I watch for ten minutes, then so be it. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain too much over here. But hopefully, we get to, in September we see some football, and uh, that's all I can ask and hope for right now. Preseason's a big liar, anyways. Yeah, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. There is a two week aspect to canceling that week four preseason game. It might prevent uh, any COVID holdup from happening as well. Right. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, our guest is in the backstage, guys. Um, before I introduce him in, because he really doesn't need an introduction, uh, but as my boy Josh Lozano would say, I'm going to give him one anyway. <laughs> guys, I want you to think about this, because Houston's not with us live, but I re- I'm a fan of his this or that. Like, it gets me going. I want to do something a little different, because obviously I'm not Houston. So while our guest is talking, I want you to think about these things, and I'm going to just pop them to you throughout the episode, okay? Ready? Here we go. This or that, Chris Pinto style. <laughs> Hollywood Brown, Will Fuller. That's one. Alshon Jeffrey, McCall Hardman. That's number two. Number three, it's a little bit far-fetched, but it will make sense at the end of the show. Raquel Armstead or Anthony McFarlane Jr. Those are the three this or that. We'll touch on those at some point. Y'all won't know, but I'll just ask you at some point. So think about that. We'll move forward, though. Everyone who's watching, guys, this is a gentleman. I mean, we're talking a scholar and a gentleman, Dave Wright. Everyone has heard of Scott Fish and the Scott Fish Bowl that's going on right now. But Dave Wright is such a big proponent of the potathon. He's getting everything set up behind it. And this was something that I knew about before the Scott Fish Bowl. For some reason, I knew about the 24-hour potathon with Matthew Barry and Field Yates and all these guys on ESPN. Even before I knew about what it was all about. I just thought it was a fancy football 24 hour thing before I knew what it was actually sponsoring. I'll let Dave talk about it as he comes in, but man, I've been working with this guy and talking to him for the past few days. The dude is a class act. Everybody welcome in Dave Wright. Well, gentlemen, I I don't even know what to say. My goodness. Can I, can I, can we do that again? So my wife can hear it. (laughs) I sure can. We'll we'll send you the clips. (laughs) Dave, how you doing tonight, man? I know you're tired. You've been working to the bone being a zombie. As you said, you doing okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, I just sent out the sponsorship time slots. So I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm kicking back now. So uh, we have by any chance off the top of your head. It's off the top of my head. Email. I know. I just said it to you. Oh, all right. I don't know what time slots you have, but I know who you're sponsoring. Oh, so you guys are sponsoring the John Lobb Half Hour, the Gridiron okay. Skull ninety one. Also, the Dynasty Vipers, Matt Donnelly uh, at Dingus Four. And then, because you guys so graciously offered to do late night, we gave you an extra half hour bonus, uh, a bonus sponsorship, and you're also sponsoring any given pod with Joshua Goldberg and Billy Beeman from oh, uh, DFM. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. I'm really excited. I, when I saw that message from you, I mean, I was exact. I was like, I can't believe they thought about us. Like, they, they know about us? That's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, you're, you're all, I always see your video streaming at the top of my Twitter when I log in. You guys are always doing live streams. So how could I not ask you guys? So, Man, that, that is amazing. Thank you so much, Dave. But enough about that. Let's, let's talk about you for a little bit more. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, man. So I have been working in special ed now for about 10 years. So I'm a, I work in special ed with kids with behavioral uh, challenges and disabilities. 
Uh, I'm a behaviorist, so that's uh, my specialty. So I'm I'm really uh, focused on gathering data and research. So I took that into fantasy football, and yeah, so I think it's the the uh, casual, you know, everyone else's story. They they start a league with a bunch of their friends, and they loved it. You know, you move away from your friends, and how do you want to keep in contact? Well, you do fantasy football. So that's uh, that's how I wound it up. I was like, oh, we'll start a podcast for the league, and then you know, just like the uh, footballers, let's oh, let's try it. Let's try to release it to the public and see what happens. And it got pretty good feedback. So that's it. Tale of two rivals. So, and then I also write for uh, Dynasty Football Factory. So I'm, I'm their data analysis nerd over there. <laughs> Man, we love nerds. We love yes. stats. We love numbers. That's all we want to do. That's all we want to give our listeners. Dave, what's your most memorable fantasy football moment? Because being the nerd that you have, I know that there's one that just irks you. So fantasy football. So I'll narrow it down to fantasy football. I was at a like uh, my work. I worked at a school for kids with uh, autism, and they had a bar right across the street, which was awesome because we worked crazy hours. So just hop right across the pike, and we were right there. And we decided to draft there one time, and it was in the middle of the day because that's just how the hours worked. And I was dead set. It was Devonte Parker's rookie year. I know I was pretty new into the whole data analysis thing. I was like, oh, look at this dominator rating, you know, and let's check this out here. And I wanted to take him in redraft and, and I had him all ready to go. And he was sniped two picks before me. And I think I lost it in the bar. And there's like, you know, eight, you know, a 70 year old couple right in the booth next to us. And, and it's just all my buddies still, they like taped it. They said it. And I, I mean, I was in control, but they just, everyone was just kind of saying like, what's going on here. It's like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so all for Devonte Parker. So, Hey, I love me some Devonte Parker. I know Ryan does too. He's, I mean, I'd probably lose it too if someone sniped me that hard. Ryan had that feeling the other day when I sniped Darius Slayton out of him in our mock draft. We won't talk about that, that dude too much. But, Dave, I mean, I don't want to hold you up too much because I know you need to get some sleep. The Pothon's coming up. Tell everybody about the Pothon a little bit more, how they can follow it on Twitter and just enjoy everything that's going on because it's going to be pretty fun. Well, first off, before I get into the actual potathon, I wanted to say how much it means to me that you guys, as a whole, the Belly Up Sports site and the team over there, you guys have stepped up. You sponsored us. That means a lot. We've already raised, I believe, we hit eighteen thousand dollars last night or this or today. Wow. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Guys, 2022's been a roller coaster year, so spoil her this Christmas by giving her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas exclusively from Pajamagram. Sensuous and smooth, naturally nude pajamas feel just like her own bare skin, even more alluring than lingerie. The texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all, and you'll love the way they look. 
Best of all, Pajamagram does the wrapping for you with free gift packaging. Order today and Pajamagram will also include a free matching naturally nude nightie with the purchase of naturally nude pajamas. That is free gift packaging and a free naturally nude nightie when you order today. Just go to Pajamagram.com. It's fast, easy, and delivery by Christmas is guaranteed. That's Pajamagram.com. And we only uh, did 6K last year. Which, I mean, that's still pretty impre- – that's still awesome. We did 6K this year, but we've already tripled our fundraising, and we make most of our money during the actual potathon here. So you guys have been a big part of that as part of the sponsorship team. Uh, we didn't really know each other beforehand. I randomly DM'd you guys, and you got back to me. So I want to say hats off to you guys for really you know replying to this weird spaceman character in your DMs talking about, hey, can I have some money, please? <laughs> so – so that yeah that and then but the actual potathon, so it's a twenty four hour live stream that's going to be held on the uh, July fifth through the sixth starts at eight pm Eastern Standard Time, and the FF Funhouse crew who are now part of the Dynasty is the DPN network the Dynasty Dummy Funhouse network or something I I, I just I ruined it I, Sal's my guy and and Zach Tasked Assassin I I just butchered their their thing but I'll, I'll push on here, so it's they're the guys who are on air and then. They bring on, they have 48 different guests this year, or just spots this year. So 48 different guests, half-hour segments from Matthew Barry, Liz Loza, uh, Elliot Christ, Adam Levitan, Evan Silva. I, I'm forgetting all, there's so many big names on there. I'm, I'm leaving it. JG Zacharyson. And then there's, but also a big part of the potathon is we want to recognize up-and-coming pods and sites. And we also bring them on to, to you know for people to get to to meet them so the potathon's all about bringing people together in the community and it raises money and this is the most important part so i talked about the guests i talked about you know the content talking to scott fishbowl but the big part is it's raising money for the toys for tots and the equal justice initiative those are very important charities for us and for a lot of people and we wanted to figure out a way in the fantasy community that we're lucky enough to have a little extra money and all bring it together in the sense of community, just like, you know, hashtag SFPX. That's the whole, what it's all about here. So that's what the potathon is. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I could keep talking guys. You, you're supposed to like, give me the, the, uh, the cut sign here. <laughs> Dave, so. you're fine, man. I mean, I know it's, it's what's on everyone's frontal lobe right now. And I mean, it is amazing. We followed suit. Like I told you in our text messages, I mean, we took what Scott Fish and y'all have done and kind of made it our own. Ryan has spearheaded this with Billy. Uh, both of these two guys together have, I mean, you can see it on our bottom ticker if you're watching live. These guys have been amazing in coming together and helping us in follow suit in the whole fantasy community because most of us have never been part of the fantasy community like this. And it's just so amazing, the, the camaraderie. I mean, we're talking about guys from – England and across the pond that are messaging us and helping us out and we're helping them out and, you know, just turning the suit, just the whole, you know, it's, it's, it's a really good thing in the world that we're living in right now. So I could listen to you talk about it all day long, Dave, but I don't want to keep you too long. Tell, obviously I can see your moniker down there, but tell everyone who's watching us where they can follow you and uh, have a good night. Have a good 4th of July, brother. Oh yeah. I, gosh, I forgot. This is yeah. July 4th tomorrow. I know, oh, I know. <laughs> So, you know, we'll have, we'll have some fun at the pot of dog getting ready and prepping beforehand, but you can follow me at FF underscore chase, man. Uh, check out my pin tweet. It has 1800, uh, call our fantasy re- uh, relevant 
uh, called prospects dating back to 2003 all the way through two, or 2020. And it's got every stat you could possibly want on those players. So check out my kid tweet. But more importantly, check out at SFP Podathon on Twitter. Check out Sal Leto on Twitter. Check out Kevin Cotillo. Check out even Marcuse. And even I, I should also mention Tim at Tim NFL. Tim Torch has also been helping behind the scenes with raising money. So check us out. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on July 5th for the 24-hour live stream, guys. I'm really excited. And... Let's let's bring it home. The the goal I we set raised we were at ten thousand to start with. We 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 crushed that, and now we set the bar for thirty thousand. I hope everyone. I'm gonna be looking for everybody in the chat, guys, and I'm looking forward to it, guys. Look for the YouTube stream. It's gonna be on Periscope, Facebook Live, and also on YouTube. So check that or look out for those links. Dave, thank you so much. We'll definitely be on the edge of our seats watching most of the pop. Well, I will. I don't know the other guys, but. I'll be watching most of it at least till we come up and then just see how y'all do. Because if y'all didn't know, Dave, Dave like hooked us up with our live read. He worked with me back and forth with it, gave me the green thumbs up and everything like that. So Dave, I really appreciate you, man. Um, not going to keep you any much longer, man. Have a great night. Have a great 4th of July and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for everything thank you, you. Do, man. Yeah. Appreciate appreciate it. It. Everyone who is watching, that was Dave Wright at FF Spaceman. Um, he's like the guy behind the scenes of the Scott Fishbowl Potathon, obviously, that is on ESPN that everyone sees, um, but no one really understands what's going on. At least I didn't. So let's kind of move forward, guys, and talk about the meat. But before we get to the meat, guys, have you all thought about what I was asking about mm-hmm. earlier, the this or that? We're going to go with number one, Hollywood Brown versus my guy, Will Fuller 5. ADPs are very similar. Um, I'm not going to reveal them till the end. But, Tom, have you thought about this a little bit? If you were in a position that you needed a wide receiver three and both of these guys were staring at you in the face, who are you taking? Chris, you just had to ask me this one, didn't you? I did. You know that I'm not big on Lamar. You know I'm not big on him. I don't have faith in him continuing his success. But I also don't have faith in Will Fuller staying healthy more than maybe eight games a season. I'm going to go Hollywood Brown by a hair. And that's only because I'm going to get, you know, eight, ten points at least a game out of him probably. Pretty safely, I think. Um, Will Fuller, I'm going to get maybe 15 points a game, but only for six games or so out of the season probably. So overall, I think that Holly Brown's the more consistent pick, and I mean, I know what I'm getting. For me, he's the safer bet. But again, it's by a hair. If I only won him for six, eight games, if I can get Will Fuller on a waiver, I'd take him all day. That's fair. Billy. Oh, real quick, I'm sorry. Scott, thank you for taking that vodka shot for me. I had a little sip of beer. Um, Billy, what do you think between Fuller and Brown? Who are you taking if they're staring both at you at the face? Splitting hairs for me also, but uh, I, I would I would probably go Fuller over Hollywood Brown. Uh, more of a passing offense there in Houston, uh, pretty run heavy there in, in uh, Baltimore. But uh, Will Fuller, he's on the field. The guy, the guy goes off almost every week. Uh, Hollywood Brown, you know, he's had some big weeks as well. Also a little injury prone, uh, but both smaller guys. You know, you expect that a little bit, but both electrifying to say the least. Nate Herman, our new guy, what you got? Uh, for me, it's pretty easy. It's Hollywood Brown. 
Um, unlike Tom and Billy, it's not even close. Um, I think, you know, this man is Tyree killed 2.0. He's blazing speed, can burn any defender. Um, and I think Lamar is going to have to throw the ball more this year. There's like, you know, there's no way he's going to rush for that many times from that many yards uh, like he did last year. Um, and last year I did have Will Fuller on my team when he dropped 48 points on my bench. So <laughs> me and Fuller are on bad terms right now. And I am not digging him at this moment. Uh, he has to show him, he has to, he has to um, regain my trust before I, uh, I'm taking him. That's fair. That's fair. Ryan? Hollywood, baby. I knew you were going to say that. For a lot of the same reasons as Tom, I just don't think he can stay healthy. And I think Brown has more upside as far as uh, – so there's a lot more weapons to distract from Brown. Uh, they're going to run the ball all over people. Brown's going to take the top off the defense. I just don't think Willa Fuller is going to stay healthy for a year. He hasn't shown me he can yet. I mean, you're 100% right. He has not played a whole season yet. Yeah, that's my concern. If they're both playing 16 games, man, I have a, a tough time, but I don't think he's going to play 16 games. I mean, games. I think we would all say if in a vacuum, if we knew Will Fuller was going to play 16 games, Will no, Fuller, no question, Fuller all day. I agree. Notre yeah. Dame guy, yeah. no Irish, whatever. Will Fuller. But in the world that we live in, we really can't say that. So. I think we might need to prop me for over under how many games Will Fuller plays this year. Under. That <laughs> might Ryan, whatever it is, under. That <laughs> <laughs> be pretty low also. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'd probably like, let's say seven? Six and a half, seven, that feels I think good. good for the over under. Yeah. Put it in even eight, so eight, eight and a half. You're going to play half the season or not. Yeah. Dave, uh, if uh, or I'm sorry, David, if you're watching from Prop Me, we're going to send you that pretty soon, okay? We'll get <laughs> with that. So, Welcome. What's up to Travis? He said hello in the how comments. Up, Travis? How are we doing, Travis? Man, our Scott Bullfish guy right there. Yeah, there he is. Thundercats League, Thundercats Division. You better be practicing, man. You better not make us look silly. <laughs> But let's move on to the meat of things, man. We've already been talking about for we've been talking for 30 minutes and we haven't got into the NFC South yet. I mean, this is probably the biggest well, they're all huge teams in the NFC South. And this one has a lot of buzz about them because they've got the GOAT on their team. They're bringing Gronk out of the WWE. They've got Rojo too. They got Keyshawn Vaughn. They've got OJ Howard. They've got Cameron Bray. They've got Chris Godwin, the number two wide receiver from last year for points. And then me and Ryan's guy, more so my guy, because I'm going to rank him higher than Chris Godwin. Y'all call me stupid. That's okay. Mike Evans from the 12th, man. Baby Texas A&M. I mean, they've got Byron Leftwich calling the plays there. He's been really good there. Um, we can't complain about what he's been doing there. I mean, they did have Jameis Winston, totally new quarterback. So the numbers might be skewed. The play calling might be skewed because they might do more of a Tom Brady type thing. But Bruce Arians is going to do his thing no matter what. They're going to air the ball out, I'm assuming. The big question, though, in my mind, Tom, and I hope you answer it, is who are you taking at running back? I've heard multiple people say Keyshawn Vaughn's a guy, but I've been talking to my guy, Greg Thompson, who is a huge Buffalo Bills guy. He is in it, man. He's got numbers, analysis. And he's telling me to take Rojo all day. Tom, 
what's going on with this whole offense? Because I want all sorts of pieces from it. Well, I'm going to give you a short answer on running back, and then we'll circle back to it. Taking nobody from them at running back. We're going to circle back to it, though. That's um, fair. That's fair. I'll tell you what. You brought up having Byron Leftwich, uh, Colin Plains. I'll tell you what, he reminds me kind of uh, a little bit of the whole Kellen Moore situation down in Dallas. He's a previous quarterback, doing pretty well, a little creative with his play call. Um, I'm curious as to what it will look like. You know, obviously Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, huge difference in your quarterback here this year. So, you know, not that Tom's got a, a noodle arm. He's not looking like Philip Rivers out here, but he, he doesn't have a rocket for an arm, that's for sure. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of scheme around that. Um, I think he'll have a good year. I personally have him ranked at 13. Um, I'm not super high on Brady, but – it's tough to not succeed with the number of wide receiver and tight end weapons that he has. I mean, you look at that roster, like you said, you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard, Cameron Bray. And then, you know, obviously as you go past the top two receivers, it gets a little bit more questionable, but uh, you know, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, uh, Justin Watson, um, they're not hurting for weapons. Um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, targets go. Running back, a bit of a different story. Um, Ronald Jones, not bad. Uh, you know, you look at last year, had about 768 yards uh, rushing, seven touchdowns. Um, receiving only 342 yards, though. So definitely not a great receiving back. So PPR leagues, that's going to hurt a lot. It really doesn't get touches in the receiving game. Um, that's where you know you brought up uh, having um, Keyshawn Vaughn, definitely more of a receiving back, a solid runner too. He's got an extra gear; he can get up and go. Um, personally, I think by probably week five, six, he's going to take over as, as the number one back. I think we're kind of going to go from you know, something like a seventy thirty split game one to by week five or so, it's going to be more sixty forty to Keyshawn. Uh, and just kind of progressing as the season goes to him taking over as that number one back. I'm not big on rookie running backs generally, unless it's a, a number one guy, you know, a Saquon Barley coming out of college. Um, but Keyshawn Vaughn, late round, might be worth a pickup, or if he's able to kind of go undrafted, you're going to pick him up on the waiver wires. Definitely worth a look, but uh, I'm not big on either one coming out of the draft. Um, you know, like we said, receiver, obviously Mike Evans, Chris God, one of the big names. Beyond that, I probably – Fantasy wise, um, they don't really have a whole lot of. Uh, sorry, I don't think I. They don't have a whole lot of uh, notable fantasy receivers uh, beyond that. But uh, you know, obviously, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, we all I think had them top ten or very close to it uh, as far as rankings go. Um, tight end Gronkowski, we discussed it before with him coming back into the league. I think he's more of a red zone threat. He's going to be reliant on touchdowns. I don't think we'll see him between the 20s very often. So I think yardage-wise, he'll be limited. Um, and even receptions-wise, he'll be limited. So probably as far as um, you know, PPR leagues go, he might not be the best option at tight end. I think we have a lot of other options that work out better than him. Um, again, tight end, you know, first game, touchdowns are going to be the big factor for him. Uh, oh, sure. 20-20, O.J. Howard, I think, will be the, the big factor for them. Um, you're going to see a lot of yards, a lot of receptions for him, again, without having a whole lot beyond the top two receivers. 
he's, I think, going to be the other guy out on the field getting the majority of those targets in the yards uh, from the tight end position. Um, and, you know, one of the things that this team, I, I think we don't necessarily talk about a lot uh, on this show is defense. They have a strong defense in Tampa. So I'm curious to see with them, uh, you know, probably not playing from behind too much. If they run the ball, again, it's, I'm split on who to take. I think Keyshawn Vaughn is the best look, but I, I don't know that he's worth drafting. So I don't know how that might impact the passing game as well if you're not playing from behind, unless they just want to go Chiefs and rack it up on people at 50, 60-point games. Yeah, we saw where CMC last year had two of his worst games against the Bucks. I mean, we're talking under, what, 80 yards both games combined. These guys know what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball, so you're not wrong about that, Tom. Um, man, I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you, too. I was leaning Rojo, but I think I'm going to just fade the whole backfield right here. I might just try to stick with the receivers, and, and I mean, I have a quick stat right here. The Buccaneers, obviously last year with Jameis Winston, ran 70% of their plays out of three wide receiver sets. All of those were Godwin and Evans, the third guy. Your guess is as good as mine, Scotty Miller probably, like you were saying. Or, I mean. Tyler yeah. Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, Johnson as well. So, who really knows? But I guess besides Evans, Godwin, and Brady, unless you want to take a flyer on Gronk like I will, because I think Gronk is going to have a major year. I think we're good with that. Um, my projection, though, for Brady, though, I'm – I think he's going to be the goat again. I mean, I just I, – I love Brady. Marco and these guys know how much I love Brady. Um, I think he's about to throw for 4,300 yards at 28 touchdowns uh, with a minimum of 320 completions. So I've got pretty high expe- expectations for him. But also I do, obviously, with Evans and Godwin and Gronk there. Also, Tom, I see, I see swerving on me. Brady prior to or Brady without Gronk has made like four passes past the twenty yard line with Gronk twenty and they've all been to Gronk so we could see Gronk maybe. Bet Fred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over fifty years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things: customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the BetFred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. BetFred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the BetFred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Outside the red outside the red zone. We just could. Here's the thing real quick, Chris. It's not about Gronk even. It's about Tom Brady being the GOAT. And albeit he's the most successful quarterback of all time, I will never deny that. He's a very, 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 very good quarterback. God. <laughs> <laughs> computer, and apparently she's very popular right now. So 
sorry, fiance. But uh, no, so I put up an article. Uh, it was late last year about the best quarterbacks of all time. And I kind of split it up because you can't really compare one quarterback to the other from the 70s to today. It's a different game. But from 2000 to 2010 and 2010 to 2020, Tom Brady wasn't the best. 2000 to 2010, Peyton Manning. Ability-wise, just the best quarterback. Peyton Manning was a far better ability-wise quarterback than Tom Brady. Somebody tell me otherwise. The man could read a field and like it was nothing. He read it like it was a children's book. He was reading Green Eggs and Ham out there, calling out. <laughs> I think Ryan's about to explode because he hasn't agreed with you this much ever. Exactly, dude. I got attacked for this. But here's the thing: people talk 2010 to 2020. Who was better? Without a question, to me, Drew Brees is a far better quarterback than Tom Brady. Not successful, not successful, oh, but a better quarterback. In a vacuum, I'm taking Brees every time. Talent-wise, Tom Brady is not the, the most talented quarterback out there. There's just no way around it. Brees is better, like you said. Manning, there's there a number of guys who are better. You know, in terms of career-wise, sure, Brady's by far the best. But. From a fantasy perspective? I would pick Rivers on a year-to-year basis over Tom Brady. That's that's a, that's you'd win more in fantasy if you did that. Yeah, you Correct. would. Yes. That's that's true. One hundred percent true. <laughs> Sorry, reading these live comments, man. Get me going. Your man, Ryan. Got a bromance uh, going on over there. Travis Let's made a good on though. Let's get to Billy Witt, man. Brand new to Belly Up Fantasy. Brand new to Belly Up Sports. He has been the spearhead for the St. Jude Belly Up Bowl. I mean, we could not have gotten this off the ground without Billy. His knowledge, his analysis helps me every day. And that's why I want him to talk about the Carolina Panthers and the 1.01 undisputed running back right now, Ryan, CMC. (laughs) These guys have a brand new offensive coordinator in Joe Brady uh, who hasn't called a play for the for these guys ever. Now, he's had some experience, obviously, at LSU and with Sean Payton. So he's been in the division for, in 2017, 2018, he was the play caller for the uh, New Orleans Saints with Bridgewater on the roster, surprisingly. So they've got a connection there. Obviously, Brady is a William and Mary guy, so we won't dive into too much of that. But he came around and he became a coach for the SEC, Nate. I know you were waiting for me to say something. I was waiting for someone to come up, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so we know he can call some plays. We've seen him in the national championship. Granted, that team was ridiculous. This team is too. Um, If Tom's Ian Thomas can ascend, as I know he's going to talk about at some point, these guys are pretty good on paper. Um, Not the most talented at quarterback, or receiver, but Matt Rule has had some of these guys prior, and I want to talk about PJ Walker as well. But Billy, tell me about these guys. What do you have on them that I don't know about, and who do I need to take? Obviously, I'm not overthinking the 1.01, but what what are some of my worries? What are some of my pros? Obviously, uh, Christian McCaffrey is the king right now. You know, outscoring everybody by nearly 10 points a game last year. Undisputed conversation, all of his own. Uh, the wide receivers position with the Carolina Panthers is kind of where 
uh, you know, you need to direct your attention. Obviously, DJ Moore is kind of the class of the team. He, he's a borderline top 10 guy. I think I have him at the number 13 right now. Um, and, and mostly that's a little bit of concern with Teddy Bridgewater not pushing the ball down the field. You know, it's kind of been his, his, uh, his MO with the Vikings. Saw a little bit with the Saints last year. But uh, if Joe Brady can change that, I think DJ Moore is in for a, a very big year. You got the deep threats with uh, Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson coming down from the Jets. Uh, both of those guys, you know, once again, if, if they don't push the ball down the field, they're not going to be very productive. But, um, you know, overall, I think this team could, could make a lot of noise in a division where they need to score points. Defense is struggling. Now, we don't talk a lot about defense, but with this defense, this team's going to need to score a lot of points, especially in this division. Um, Ian Thomas, you know, he he's, he's shown it, some stretches, you know, flashes. I need some consistency, and maybe Bridgewater brings that with him. You know, quarterback plays been up and down in Carolina. Um, Bridgewater hanging out in, in uh, New Orleans. Him and him, Joe Brady should have some, some things to talk about and some things to bring to the table that um, could have him humming in Carolina. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, these guys know what they're doing. Matt Rule is like a savant. Um, let's talk about the connection that he's got. He brought in Robbie Anderson. I mean, this dude bought Robbie Anderson to be on his team, essentially. And then he scoops up P.J. Walker. Both these guys helped him win games in college. He knows how they play. They know how he coaches. Ryan, being a guy that knows football from the ins and outs, from the offensive line like you do, that's a huge connection, right, between a quarterback, a coach, a head coach, and a star wide receiver. Obviously, Bridgewater is the guy there, but – Come on, PJ Walker's gonna get some love, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Christian McCaffrey gets love, and that's it for me. I don't want anything to do with Carolina this year because it's not because of the other guys. It's because of Bridgewater. I don't want anything to do with him in fantasy. He has less touchdowns than games played. I'm not. He. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm wrong because he did have little bits of flashes in New Orleans. Little ones that I thought, okay, maybe he's taking the next step. And guys do that. I just can't get the idea out of my head that Teddy Bridgewater is not good at fantasy football. I'm with you, and I'm going to agree with you and Nate about – we're going to go left field real quick, but the whole Bridgewater-Danny Dimes thing, I'm with both of you guys on this. So we won't dive into that too much. We'll talk about that in the next episode after we get done with our divisions. But <laughs> that's a big deal to me at least. And for me – Oh, Travis. I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's in trouble. Yeah. I just can't you don't bring in these big, like, okay, so in my mind, you don't bring in these guys that have all of this buzz around them, like P.J. Walker did, with the whole narrative of Matt Rule, of Temple, of Robbie Anderson. Tom, you know I love narratives. I love stories. I'm a story guy. I love Disney. You just love anything SEC. <laughs> well, they're not SEC, but they're Texas guys, so I give the juice to the Texas guys. Obviously, right, right. We know a little bit more about football. Travis, <laughs> okay, I, want I want to clarify one thing. It, I will take DJ Moore, Samuel Anderson, all those guys, but not at their ADP right now because I, I think that they're too high considering who the quarterback is. No, that's a hundred percent fair, man. I don't disagree with you on that. We were talking about who I have been drafting. I don't believe I've drafted any 
Carolina Panthers player except CMC and Ian Thomas only because of Tom. And that's a strong vote for you, Tom. I'm just saying, if Ian yeah. Thomas taps out on me, it's your fault. So here's the thing real quick. So I just want to touch on it. Obviously, that's been a bold state for, uh, statement for me for a while now. That was one of our earliest shows I brought that up. Uh, you know, we did tight end rankings. I'm big on CMC. Everyone is. It's, he's one of the best backs in the league. That's no question. I had somebody ask me the question, uh, why wouldn't uh, Bridgewater be checking down to CMC? Why would he check down to Thomas? Because I think that's who he's going to check down to. Every defense's biggest focal point on the Panthers is CMC. Right? That's the man you stop. Ryan, I don't disagree with the fact that you you know you were saying Teddy Bridgewater, probably not the best quarterback of all time by any means. He's not bad, but he's not like the world up, right? Only you know, Yeah, absolutely. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, that'd be interesting. You have weapons. I'll tell you what, they have a great receiver room. Um, but I don't I don't expect huge seasons for any of them with Bridgewater. Maybe in a year or two, if they're all able to develop, he might learn a thing or two from Breeze. That's great. But I think that this year it's going to be learning the offense, checking down. I think that with defenses putting a lot of pressure on CMC, you might see Ian Thomas get a lot of those checkdowns where he's going to be running out routes, he's going to be running drag routes, you know, little slants, because it's going to be an easy target for Bridgewater to hit on a short pass and just start moving the ball. Personally, that if I'm utilizing that offense, that's how I'm going to use it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep him on some some short, quick routes that. Uh, if nobody's open, he's going to be the guy to go to. I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's a fair point. Me either. The point. Me and that's a point that we haven't brought up yet either, and I like. I really like it. As Tom always comes in with these hot takes, Tom also gave me the end earlier, and I just fully whipped. I mean, he alley-ooped me the ball, and I just hit the goal. I'm talking about when Tom gave me the layup for prop me. I mean – PropMe is a new and innovative gaming platform and really a first of its kind. PropMe brings betting from person to person to a more, to more easier than ever. I mean, designed for a new and experienced gambler alike. I mean, we're talking me to Tom. Inexperienced to experienced. I don't know what I'm doing. He knows what he's doing. We can both have fun on PropMe because it's so user-friendly, guys. I mean, you can literally create a prop on anything. Want to bet on the next play? Want to bet on how many beers I'm going to drink? Want to bet how many times I'm going to say SEC in a show? You can do it on prop me, guys. We will be eventually here. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Create the prop. It takes hanging out with your friends to a whole new level, guys. Join today by downloading the prop me app or go to propmellc.com. Now, let's move on to the second this or that that I was talking about. Nate, I want to start with you, man. Are, am I going to take up the banged-up Alshon Jeffrey or the young gun, high-flyer, McCole Hardman? You know what? I'm going Hardman just because out of both these guys, they're on your bench most weeks. Um, and I, I like Hardman's big playability. He's on the Chiefs. He's fast. Home is throwing the football. Um, and Jeffrey cannot play more than six games a year. I'm sorry, Tom. It just cannot happen. I um, agree. <laughs> oh, good. Um, uh, um, but um, I, I like Harmon's big play, uh, big week potential. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, just more of a six to ten point kind of guy. Just kind of 
kind of there. Hardman can kind of take you to the next level. Um, if you get lucky, put him in, plug and play in a, in a week. Um, I, I like Hardman over Jeffrey uh, here. Tom, get in on this because I heard you agree with Nate, and that's about Alshon. Yeah, I'm surprised. If if I was running the Eagles, Alshon wouldn't be on the team. I don't care the dead cap that's on that. I know I, it's I respect that. I respect that. It's a ton of dead cap. I wouldn't care. As a fan, I hope they get rid of him. I, I could care less. Get rid of him. Um, he's, he's a locker room problem. He's he's not great anymore. He's, what, 32, 33? He, he's into his yeah. 30s. He's regressed terribly. I'm taking Hardman. This wasn't even a question. When you initially brought this up, it was a no-brainer. I'm not touching Alshon Jeffrey. That's fair. By the way, you have Jalen Rieger. You have uh, Hightower. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, if he can stay healthy for a couple of games, not going to say that he can, but hey, if he does, great. I do think Ortega Whiteside has a better year this year than last. You have Ertz. You have uh, Goddard. You have Miles Sanders. You have, uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Tiny guy, Boston Scott. Boston Scott, yeah. Corey Alshon Jeffrey is the last thing I'm worrying about. They don't need a big target. They have the tight ends for that. And uh, I think a white side's pretty big. He's, he's good at that 50-50 ball. I'm not getting anywhere near Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, Mike Clavin told us that J.J. Arthega Whiteside was going to be his guy out of everything. So I personally, uh, personally, I don't touch any Eagles player this year, aside from maybe once at the right draft position. Um, but No Sanders? Oh, I love Sanders. I will say I do have Sanders. Um, I'm big on him, but even that, it scares me just because the Eagles spread the ball so much. That's that's always been a big factor for them. Um, as an Eagles fan, I love it from a watching the game perspective because right. they're going to go to. Obviously, Ertz gets big touches. Like it's, but if, with Ertz, you're you're getting to that point where eventually you're going to start weaning off the Goddard. You're going to try and spread the ball more to him. He gets double coverage constantly. Sanders, I think it's he's going to have a big year, but it is it big enough? Will they bring in Boston Scott? Will they bring in Corey Clement? Will they bring in another running back to kind of supplement him as a, a true number two? I think Boston Scott can do it, but will they bring in one of these other guys that they've discussed? Um, you know, we're not going to go in depth on it, but it it just scares me from fa- a fantasy perspective. As an Eagles fan, I love it. Uh, yeah, right on Wednesday or Thursday of the week when they signed Devontae Freeman. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nate, I mean, let's talk about – okay, so we've talked about some good teams. In this, I mean, they're all good teams in, the, in this division. But this is probably my favorite team. I wanted to end the our podcast with this, but I couldn't because I got too excited, man. The Atlanta Falcons, Nate. I'm talking Matt Ryan. I'm talking my boy Julio. SEC undefeated national champion. There you go. He gets 250 yards year after year per game when no other receiver can do it. I mean, he's, he's crazy. And then we got Calvin Ridley. Then we got the biggest guy that I, I couldn't talk more about, Todd Gurley. I talked about this episode. I love narratives. I love the prodigal son. I love Todd Gurley coming back home to Georgia to Atlanta, to his home state, to just rip it up, man. Everyone's low on hard girly. I'm not. I mean, 
they they're going to utilize him. Dirk Cotter is called 193 games for these guys. They know how to utilize what they have. And Matt Ryan's going to have a huge year with everybody, everybody involved. Uh, this is one of those things where I'm like Kyler Murray in the in the Arizona Cardinals. Talk me off the ledge because I'm high on all these guys, and no one can tell me otherwise. But Nate, I need you to tell me realistically. What am I looking at when I'm looking at the Atlanta Falcons? Because I want everything. I want the tight end. I want the receivers. I want Matt Ryan. I want Todd Gurley. I even want Brian Hill. I want everybody. What we got, Nate? I mean, I can't disagree with you there. But obviously, you know, quarterback Matt Ryan, I'm going to throw some quick stats to you guys real quick. Um, last eight years, Ryan has thrown for at least 4,400 4, yards uh, in seven of those eight, out of the eight, last eight years. Um, Missed only three games in his 12-year career. So this guy is durable. This guy is reliable, consistent, um, solid touchdown uh, to turnover ratio. Um, I think this guy, I mean, he's getting older. He's, I think, 34 now, I want to say. He's getting older, but I think with the players that he has around him, the coaching staff, and his experience, he's in it for another big year. Um, you know, you got Oscar Jones, Ridley, Hurst now, Gurley. I mean, you know, the list goes on. Um, I think Ryan's a, for sure a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. I am as my eight right now. I think he could be maybe – I think that's about the range uh, I see him going in. Um, but I, I like Ryan, consistent, durable. He's going to get the job for you done week in and week out. Um, now, Todd Gurley, who they picked up this offseason, big upgrade from Freeman, I think, because I'm, I'm with, with you. Gurley's being undervalued this year heavily. Um, on the Rams, last year had a little bit off here, but still had 12, 12 touchdowns, I think 800-plus yards. But um, in 2017-2018, he led the league in touchdowns, over a 1,000 yards rushing. I think he picks up where he left off two years ago. Um, and I think, um, like Chris says on a lot of the episodes here, one-year contract, they're going to run him into the ground. If he gets hurt, oh, well, see ya, never again. Um, um, so I think Gurley is a big – I think he could be an RB1 this year. Um, and, um, and, and the I do – I do maybe call me crazy – I see Chris going crazy over there. Call me crazy. I think he's RB1 or has the potential to be RB1 um, by week 17. Hopefully that happens. Um, receivers, here are the big boys. Julio, Ridley, and Gage is the receiver three. Jones has to be one of the biggest mysteries of fantasy football that he just can't get touchdowns. It's it's weird. He gets so many yards a year, um, 1,300, 1,400. It's unbelievable. Um, he hasn't had 10 since 2012. Um, but he's still a top three receiver, which shows you his talent. Even though he's not getting six points for touchdowns, he's still racking up 100-plus yard games, eight-plus catches. I mean, he's an absolute monster um, at receiver. And I think if he can record 10-plus touchdowns, he could be dethrone Thomas as the um, uh, receiver one this season. See, Chris is just happy now. This is okay. Um, Stop on the SEC. (laughs) I'm about to explode, guys. It's an even year. It's an even year. Julio is going to explode. He it's, explodes on even years. It's and, yeah. I mean, it's just wait. Our wide receiver one, we'll talk about it at the end of the season. I mean, he, he, has, he definitely could be. I do see him having that potential. And if it's between Jones and Hill, I'm thinking Jones nine out of ten times. I, I, I love Hill. I do love Hill, but I like Jones' uh, consistency. Um, and then Ridley is, is the wide receiver two. Um, solid first two years in the NFL, over 800 yards, had 10 touchdowns, which tied Jones's uh, career high in uh, in his rookie year. Um, funny enough, but um, obviously Jones can eat up a lot of the targets in Atlanta. 
but Ridley should um, see his fair share of targets. I think it's another solid year um, as he gets more experience in the NFL, as he, you know, kind of him and Ryan continue to um, connect. Um, I see them as a Thomas Sanders kind of duo. Um, very solid wide receiver one, but more than capable um, second option in the uh, at wide. Um, so I think Ridley, I, I know people are, some some people are, I think Ryan's pretty low on Ridley this season, but um, I, I do like, I mean, I'm not the highest, but I'm not the lowest really. I'm, I'm neutral on Calvin this season. And then the wide receiver three, Russell Gage. This guy is a solid deep league sleeper. I got to tell you. If Jones or Ridley goes down, he's a wide receiver too. If they don't, he's a solid short route kind of dink and dunk kind of receiver. Jones and Ridley are two solid defense. So they're going to be, you know, streaks, posts, whatever. Gage has the opportunity to get some shallow cross routes, slants, um, drags, all, all, all that kind of fun stuff. So I think maybe as a plug and play kind of guy, Gage is a solid sleeper, late round, deep league option. Um, so, so don't sleep on this guy. He, his ADP is very low. I think he's the wide receiver number 99 or something crazy like that. So if you're in a 16-team league, crazy bench, Gage is a very good option there. And then tight end, of course, Hayden Hurst. They brought him from Baltimore. Um, I think this guy gets involved heavily this year. Um, they traded a second-rounder um, and yeah, second-round pick to the Ravens for him. So they can't just be – he won't just sit on the bench do nothing. You know, you don't spend a second-rounder for a guy to sit and get, you know, five, ten snaps a, a game. So I think Hurst has a big year. Ryan targeted Hooper 97 times last season. I don't think Hurst will get that many targets, but I think we're getting he's getting 70-plus. Um, I think he's another solid kind of sleeper, pretty low-ranked tight end um, for the Falcons this season. Nate, I think you took every word out of my mouth. I loved <laughs> everything you said. Uh, I'm a little biased. Ryan, what do you what do you think, man? I see you over there, kind of got the the hand on the chin. Got the no 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 going. Uh, you got the no no nos going. I'm <laughs> sourpuss right now. Whatever. <laughs> I don't like Matt Ryan. I think the only way that Julio scores ten touchdowns is if Matt Schaub is playing quarterback for them. I think they oh, have. Some I'm telling you, Matt Ryan doesn't like Julio Jones. When he gets to the red zone, Julio Jones disappears from his mind. I had Julio on a very touchdown dependent team. I hate Matt Ryan. I Yeah, but it's not happening. Like, why is Hooper and Ridley outscoring Julio? It was an even year. It was an even year. Did he outscore him year before? It was an even year. The even year Ridley outscored him. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hey, I mean, I'm just talking about how good it was. I mean, I don't, know. I don't have the numbers pulled up in front of me right now. So. That's the only thing that drives me crazy. Matt Ryan drives me crazy. I'm not saying he's bad at all. And nobody on this offense is bad. It just drives me crazy that Julio doesn't get the touchdowns. If there's touch, he should be getting more touchdowns. Period. Sure. And I don't like it's it at all. What happens in even year? Just wait. Yeah, <laughs> 2020, Ryan. I had a few Ryan. Here's oh, coronavirus. Hashtag Julio Jones. <laughs> 
I guess Houston got finished with Captain America, the first Avenger, and he's going to chime in on something. Have we uh, touched on Hayden Hurst at all? A little bit, yeah. We're talking about Julio right now. I heard heard about Matt Ryan. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Yeah, I would agree, though. I mean, I, I, I have Julio in one of my big leagues, his keeper league, and Ryan does not want to use him whatsoever in the red zone. Um, but I hate how people are making him outside their top ten in dynasty leagues when he still has two, three years, four years of elite play still in him. I very like if you do a dynasty startup now, you're probably going to get Julio in the fourth or fifth round, which is just oh, crazy. God. I mean, That's disrespectful. It is not Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, <laughs> I agree. That, it's ridiculous. That's my two cents. I'll let you guys continue going on with what you have to say. Oh, no. You're good, Houston. You're good. Hey, jump in on this real quick. It's the last. I I wanted to copy you, and this one's not as good as the other two, but this is the the last this or that. You can kick us off. They've been thinking about it, so I want to give them a little bit of time to think about it, but you have not been privy to it. These two guys are staring you in the face. You need a running back. Oh, I love it. Okay, okay, all you guys then. Raquel Armstead, Anthony McFarlane Jr., who y'all taking? McFarlane. 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 Oh, unanimous. Unanimous. I think that's the first time that's happened on the show, right? (laughs) Everyone can thank Lindell Whirling for that. Exactly, yeah. Part of our St. Jude's Bowl. Billy, Ryan, before we jump into the New Orleans Saints, Y'all want to talk about this? I know I've been touching about it and saying how much y'all have done for this, but everyone who's watching, Billy, take it over for a little bit, man. I know this is your baby. What can we expect from this, and what's going on with it? You know, just looking to try to get this thing full, get it going. Uh, big thing going on for Belly Up, sending some money to St. Jude's. You know, that's always a great thing. Um, just excited about it, ready to get it kicked off and uh, spread the word. For sure. Ryan, you got anything to add to that, brother? 120 teams, one man standing. Oh, it's gonna be me, but you're welcome. Oh. Come get some. We are gonna do this, is gonna be awesome, guys. I mean, this is a 120 team league again. We're doing it with St. Jude's. This thank Billy got this thing going. This is gonna be something so awesome for everybody. 
get involved in it. There's going to be a lot of smack talk, I'm sure. But uh, this is your chance to test your knowledge against us. I mean, we're doing our studying. We're not going to be going – I'm not going soft on anybody. You're going to be getting us – we want to win this thing. So come on in and beat us because, well, good luck. We, we're not going to be playing games. This is going to be awesome, guys. This is going to be the ultimate oh, – I'm so excited. I can't talk about it anymore. I'll get too excited. <laughs> Man, that is so great because there's been such a big following. I mean, I'm getting DMs every hour asking about the league and asking about – not just signing up, but just donations as well, because it's such a good donation. Or, I mean, it's such a good cause. Everyone knows what St. Jude's research can do for a friend of a friend. It doesn't really hit home until it hits home. And that's why we're doing this because it's such a good cause. And I mean, these guys don't, I mean, they flip the bill on everything. If you don't know what it's about, go read just their website. You don't have to read our website. It's crazy. Yeah, Ryan. The craziest thing, the stat that blew my mind, when St. Jude opened, this survival rate for kids with cancer was 20%. And right now, today, it is 80%. Wow. They are doing yeoman's work. Unbelievable. It's amazing what they're doing. It really is mind-blowing what they're doing at St. Jude. It's for sure. Cool. And before we get too mushy and everything like that, because I've got a – 17th about the 18 month old daughter and every time i see one of those commercials i have to either change the channel or i tear up we were talking a little smack ryan was talking about he's going to be the last one standing in this i don't believe it's going to happen <laughs> i think it's going to be me nate believe it's going to be him he knows it's going to be him dan in our text message says he's got nothing to worry about you just paypal him the money at the end Ooh, of it so, there's a lot of smack talk going on guys but what's going to happen at the end of this I don't know if we were clear or not, but you could just imagine the following that we're getting. There's going to be a trophy involved. It's going to be provided by Trophy Smack. And there's not a better way to commemorate your league winner than using Trophy Smack. Uh, there is no other company in the business that does it better than these guys at Trophy Smack. They create trophies and belts and rings of all sizes in a variety of colors, along with free engraving with free shipping all over the place, man. We had guys from the UK asking if they could deliver to them, and they said no problem. Uh, you get a free ring now with any purchase of a trophy or a belt, as long as you use the code, the promo code. I'm sorry, the promo code Belly Up. So click on our link, go to their link on Twitter or Facebook, and use the code Pro or the promo code Belly Up. You can also go to TrophySmack.com and use it there, man. These guys are amazing. Go see what you can do. I'm going to use them for my leagues. I know Houston has used them for their leagues. Our owner, Mike Brown, sent us a message of him holding a trophy, smack trophy, with his name on it maybe two or three times. So he's kind of gloating. Don't know what he was really doing there. But I'm going to let that go, Mike. Ryan, let's talk about probably the biggest team in this division, excluding Tom Brady. Just the most established team. I mean, coaching. One hundred and seventy-one calls by Sean Payton, excluding his 2012 season when he got suspended. He's called all these plays. Breeze has been your guy. I've asked you about Breeze. I've drafted Breeze because of some things that happened, but his value is so good. His talent is so good. The guys around him are so good. I mean, A dot ODT. Everything has them at number one in completions, 
in yards, in touchdowns. It's just crazy what Michael Thomas did last year. And then they add an SMU guy from Texas, Emmanuel Sanders, out of Belleville, baby. I mean, dude dude won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, your guy. Uh, they got Alvin Kamara, who could possibly be the number one running back this year, as some people have stated or have hypothetically said. And then Jared Cook, who was not fancy, was not sexy, had no touchdowns last year, but still finished as a tight end number seven. They've got guys on this roster that are just going to explode, and their defense is not bad either. Kiko Alonso is reading that linebacking core, and they're good. Um, what what can I expect from these guys, Ryan? Because, like I mentioned earlier, with the Falcons and with everyone else in this division, I want pretty much everything to do with this team. Yes, this what you can expect is a lot of offense. Just like every year that Drew Brees has been the quarterback for the Saints, there's going to be a ton of offense. I have more health concerns with Breeze this year than I ever had, but I'm not that concerned. He's been relatively durable, actually, throughout his career. Uh, I do think he's going to play the year. I think this is his last year, so I think he's going to push through any sort of bangs and bumps. This is his last year. He can etch his name in the record books more than they already are. He has the he owns the completion percentage records. It's It's really remarkable what the guy's doing. I mean, I know he has Thomas. I think Sanders might be the best wide receiver, too, he's had since this started. I like both of those guys. I'm getting exposure to all three of those guys. I'd love to get exposure to Kamara. I love Cook. Really, if you can get a piece of this offense, get a piece of this offense. Uh, one guy that I like to make a note about that people are sleeping on a bit is Traquan Swift. And for a lot of the same reasons that he's, he's never healthy. He's never on the field. But the guy's had five touchdowns two years in a row. I mean, when you consider how many games he's played, that's kind of – remarkable to be the wide receiver three to have Sanders there. I'm looking at Traquan as like a streaming option. Um, The other thing is Latavius Murray is no bum. I don't think they can have Kamara be a bell cow back and be effective. I think he's more of a weapon. Uh, I don't see him getting the massive amount of carries that some of the other RB ones get for that reason. Murray makes some sense, especially if you get Kamara early to lock down Murray late because if Kamara goes down, and he, he does have some injury history. If Kamara goes down, Murray bolts into the conversation as a borderline elite running back just because of his situation. I mean, Bree's going to keep the defense honest. If you try to stop the run, New Orleans is going to punish you hard. And then another guy, less so for uh, this year, but more so for like a dynasty league, Adam Troutman. I mean, how long do we think Jared Cook can play? He's still really good now, but how many years does he have left? I'd say one, two. I mean, maybe, I I don't know, because Cook, who knows? Especially, Breeze is gone at the end of the year, too, but they did get Jameis. I do like that. A year to learn behind Breeze. Really, literally the most accurate quarterback of all time. Some LASIK surgery for Jameis. I mean, that's going to be good. I don't like that there's a bunch of crab in New Orleans, so he could get himself into some trouble. But uh, I do, the future of this team, I'm not, now that they have Jameis, I'm totally cool with investing in the Saints and Dynasty, too, because Michael, if you can get Michael Thomas, get Michael Thomas. Pretty much everybody's wide receiver one. I mean, I know there's some guys that can supplant him, but my goodness, we can't guard Mike. He's he's remarkably efficient receiver. He doesn't drop the ball. He's good at all three levels. I mean, he's not got that burning speed, but has that hurt him at all? Are we having concerns about Michael Thomas? No, not at all. Uh you want to get exposure to the Saints. Their offense is consistently in the top when Breeze is there. And now that they have Jameis, who 
had a monster year last year other than outside the massive amount of interceptions he had. Yeah, I, I want this team. I want lots of Saints on my team. Kamara's obviously hard to get a hold of, and so is Thomas, but they're both worth the investment early if you can get a hold of them. And then it's Sam, I think Sanders is being un- underrated right now just because it, I think he's the best receiver to Michael Thomas has ever had. So, yeah, 30-30 vision, exactly. Uh, I, I'm, give me Saints. Give me all the Saints. I want them all. Man, my one thing, though, is Thomas had 185 targets and he caught 149 balls. You think he replicates that with Sanders there? Totally possible, probably not probable. Fair enough. Agreed, yep. Ryan, I got to bring up, you brought up Dynasty League's James Winston. You seem to have forgotten who the true franchise quarterback is in New Orleans. The tight end? BYU, baby. My tight end man from BYU. He's 30 years old. (laughs) <laughs> no, he's not going to be the franchise quarterback. I love Jason Hill. Don't get me wrong. Uh, my fiance's 12-year-old brother wanted to come play Madden, and I decided to roast him with the Saints like 50 to nothing, and <laughs> Taysom had like 300 yards combined. Receiving <laughs> the and passing. It was just terrible. Tom, real quick, I can see you like in, uh, was it, not Step Brothers, but uh, with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Where they uh, live in the same apartment. Yeah. Where they're not or something. And he's yeah. the dude. I see you doing that. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I, you pretty much nailed it on everything you said. I will say, Taysom Hill, one of those things that, fantasy-wise, I, you know, we didn't really bring him up. I think we have to mention him because it's probably one of the biggest names on the Saints, aside from Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. He's the next most talked-about guy. Um Fantasy-wise, useless. Don't pick him up. It's not going to be worth it. You can play him at tight end and flex this year. He's actually not listed. That's a big deal to me. Quarterback. It is a big deal. I don't think he's going to see enough play. To, you know, yeah, there's there's no way he gets enough snaps to be. Relevant. There's a roster spot for him on my team now because of that. There really is. I mean, he's you in any what? given week. Hey, if you have a, a big bench and like you know, you're, you just have an open spot sitting there, sure, why not? But I'll tell you what, it's going to be tough to, to justify playing him yeah. uh, unless you see that they're really just throwing him out there on, on a significant amount of plays. I love Taysom Hill. Don't get me wrong. I think it's he's done fantastic things for that gadget player. Um, you know, he, is, he is the guy that everyone talks about. As Nico's fan, everyone talks about Jalen Hurts is going to come in as a, a Taysom Hill-type player. That's what it is now. Everyone talks about him. Um, Fancy wise, that like we said, maybe sitting on the bench, and if we see enough play for him, great. But even even being able to line him up in the tight end of the flex, I personally can't justify starting him. He's really just kind of a he, he's an offensive weapon in in real life, and that's it. He's better yeah. NFL player, maybe not so much a fantasy football player. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Again, it. it's like the and he's going to win you some DFS games for sure. He's going to win somebody a bunch of money, but you got to know when to use him. It's to plug him it's in. Not even a when. It's just luck. It is yeah, right. Yeah, it's you just, put him in the right day in the flex of the tight end, and he's going to go off. He's going to have a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown in a random game week twelve or the. It's going to happen when a lot of people have bye weeks with their tight ends and they got to plug him in. I just need to clarify really quick. Week 12 of the NFL season, don't go starting Taysom Hill at tight end saying, 
belly up. Tom told you to do it. I did not say that. That's a random week. I'm not saying that week 12, he's going to have a great week. Maybe be their bye week. I don't know. Um, but what if, it, what if it happens though? What if it comes to fruition? Then he will. And if that happens, I am putting every penny I have on a lotto ticket the next or on black or something. I am gambling every cent to my name the next time. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Guys, I love the analysis tonight. Billy, Nate, thank you for being with us. We got to have you back on more often. Billy, we got to get more exposure, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love you always, dude. But before we go to our closeout, Ryan, talk about what you've been doing for the past, like, what, 36 hours? I haven't been a part of it because I've been doing some other things. I need to get with it. I need to get my rankings in. But what have we been doing on our website where people can kind of follow us, know what we're doing, know where our consensus is, and kind of help them win their championships? Yeah, I mean, the, the consensus rankings are getting updated uh, every week. Again, we're doing it every week. We've got the, the rankings are even, in my opinion, every week that I see the rankings, I'm like, oh, these are looking better and better because everybody's getting, as we get closer and closer to the season, you know, guys like Cam moving up, uh, the Dalvin Cook situation should clarify. All of our guys are getting their stuff up to date so we can have it as good as it can be when your draft is ready. Uh, it's it's really been uh, a lot of work for all of our guys. I, I, I know it has because it's been a lot of work for me to get my rankings in. Uh, and then keeping them up to date is no easy task either. So we, we are putting in some real legwork to get these rankings up so you guys can see what our – Reigns put together are going to think everybody's going to do this year. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot of information. And when I study, this is what I go look for. I go look for the rankings from the guys that I trust or the guys that I think know what they're talking about. And we're trying to give you what we think. So you can easily find out, okay, what do they, what do they all think? All right. Well, who think who's the highest on this guy? Who's the lowest on this guy? And then shout us out at Twitter and find out why we're that high or why we're that low. Like we're ready to engage with everybody. We're ready to tell you why, we think the guys are going to go where they are, and we're ready to put our list out there against anybody's list. I mean, we've got guys here that know what they're talking about. They're doing the work, so you don't have to. So use it. It's a tool. If you want to win, you've got to do your studying, and this is just another tool to study with to help you do better in your fantasy league. I mean, it's going to take work, and we're trying to do as much of that work for you as we can. For sure, Ryan. Also, just to stream on, because you're going off on a train, man, one more time for the Belly Up Bowl. And then I want to leave that into Billy, because I know you're going to say some stuff that you're going to forget that Billy will pick up, because that's how a team works, and that's how we're working at Belly Up. We're just a big team. We're a big family, and that's how we roll. Uh, and that's the atmosphere that we want to bring everybody else. So real quick, if y'all are watching us, if you think that you can write, if you think you can analyze things, it doesn't matter if it's football, baseball, golf, hockey. I mean, curling. Bro, I will watch curling <laughs> with you if you have some analysis on it and you can tell me what's going on because I don't know what's going on. I just know that you're either trying to make the thing get harder or whatever. I don't know. I'm just you're right, Chris. That's what she said. What are you doing? <laughs> Come DM us and ask us and say, hey, I want to write for you guys. I want to be a part of the team and I want to get my name out there because that's what we're doing. But, Ryan, talk about the St. Jude Belly Up Bowl, man, because it's amazing. Yeah, I want to give it to Billy since it's his baby. And then I'll fill in anything that you might forget. But 
this is really a lot of this is because of you, man. Well, um, kind of going with the theme with uh, the belly up draft picks. Uh, we got your favorite draft NFL draft busts for our division names. We got some really fun names. Some guys you know. Some guys you might have forgotten about. Uh, so bring a little humor to the game here too. But we're also looking for the best and the baddest that the fantasy community has to offer. We want this thing to be a gauntlet, so we challenge you to find your friends, family, coworkers, guys that generally know football, know fantasy football, and, and want to get down. That's who we're trying to invite here. So 120 teams, $1,000 grand prize, trophy, uh, bragging rights, uh, you know, out of this world. You know, let's get it. Join. Let's go. Get signed up. Here we are. Billy, I can't wait to take your money. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see how we go. Nate, let everyone know where they can follow you, what you're working on, man. Uh, obviously, you're helping Houston out with these mock drafts, and you're leading the uh, the content that's pretty much rolling out from these mock drafts that has been such a big proponent for us to get followers, to get people watching us, uh, because our analysis is so good. So, Nate, being the one of the youngest guys here, one of our young guns, let everyone know where they can follow you at, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so on Twitter, you can follow me at, at NateHerman27. Um, my DMs are always open. Any questions, any discussion, uh, debates, let me know. I'm happy to talk to you guys. Um, and then, as Chris said, yeah, um, Mock Draft Mania is every Saturday, except this Saturday because July 4th. We're doing uh, live stream mock drafts, all different types of leagues. Um, different scorings, different rosters. So make sure you're tuning in live on Saturday at 5.15 Eastern. Um, not this week, next week, though. Um, so, you know, so w- w- when your draft day comes around the corner, you're ready. You know, we're giving you our strategies, our analysis on the guys are taking. And, and the articles, all the guys that they're writing, Billy's involved, Ryan's involved, um, Tony, uh, Travis, all these different guys giving you their analysis on, on different guys. So make sure – you're uh, staying tuned with that. Uh, tomorrow, our guest analysis will be live. Chris Robin, Detroit Beastie, great guy. Um, and then I'm also in the Rider Bowl this year, which is a new, yeah, very excited for that. Very, the Dynasty Rider Bowl. If you didn't know, the Rider Cup, I believe it's called, is the Golf Americans versus Europeans. Now, this is the Dynasty Bowl, which is a dynasty league between six U.S. divisions, I believe, and six European divisions. So very excited to be involved with that with Ryan, Chris, and other belly up guys. Um, and then in about three weeks, baby, first sport back baseball. So stay tuned for some of my articles coming, uh, coming on that. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. And make sure to sign up for St. Jude Belly Up Bowl. Spots are going fast. You don't want to miss it. Um, Billy and Ryan doing a great job so far. I'm one of the commissioner's divisions. So maybe you'll be in my division. Who knows? Tim Couch all the way. Um, so uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. Thanks for having me on, guys. No problem, Nate. Tom, man. The hot take king, you defending your eagles against my boys and their cowboys. You love them and <laughs> the eight boys every year. It's great. I <laughs> Have you pulled out the VHS from the last Super Bowl you guys won, or did you blow? Did you like blow into the cartridge? I got some updates for you guys. Actually, some news that just came out while we were on the air here. Two things. Number one, the Redskins, obviously you talked about changing the name. The Cleveland Indians also reviewing their name. Mm. So, uh, you know, baseball action there, but it seems like the name changes are probably going to be coming down the pipe here uh, pretty quick. 
But NFL news, the NFL Players Association, players rep, uh, the Board of Player Representatives have voted unanimously to skip the 2020 to 2021 NFL preseason. Oh, it's, it's game right? It's the season now. Uh, preseason. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So obviously, stop, see what the NFL says to this, all the owners, all that uh, good stuff. But players are saying, hey, let's skip the preseason. Again, we discussed this early in the show. We don't want to dwell on it here. Personally, I'm not hugely disappointed in that. I get it. Limit the travel, limit the exposure to, to COVID, but uh, we'll see what happens with it. But aside from that, um, you know, uh, obviously follow us at, at Belly Up Football. Uh, you know, going to be getting into the swing of things here as the football season kind of comes around. Um, at Belly Up Tom, I'm happy to defend these hot takes. Like Chris said, I'm on it with those hot takes, uh, and I'll defend them. I, I, I don't think they're super out of left field. I think that there's some rationale to them, but they can be a little, a little bit of an interesting time. Um, but, you know, I know, Chris, you, you've been hearing me talk about this for a little while. We got a little delay on the, the Degenerates Madden tournament. Um, sadly, one of our guys uh, in the, the finals was traveling, so we haven't been able to get the finals off. Uh, looks like that should be happening Monday, but regardless, this is uh, kind of new, but we are going to look to start the second uh, you know, round of that, the second tournament this week. We should be looking to get that uh, kind of organized and going. Uh, so we'll see what the exact start date is. But keep an eye out this week for that. We'll, we'll probably be trying to get some people on board for that and uh, get some scheduling done. For sure. I know some of my friends have been talking to you about that. Yeah, absolutely. Hit us up at Belly Up Football or at Belly Up Gaming. Um, you know, again, touch if you guys want to be involved with that. Like I said, this week we should be kind of getting that organized and, and start getting that set up. I want to just touch on two things real quick. Well, I guess one big thing, and then I'll break down into the two things. To end the show, man, we've always been talking about how appreciative we are for everyone who follows us, who retweets us, who comments with us, who just engages with us, and lets us engage with them. The fantasy community is so awesome. We took suit after the Scott Fish Bowl for donating to a charity, and it's big right now. I mean, for us, this is our first year doing it, and we're already at – a third of the way done with our signups and our donations. So that's crazy cool for us. But I want to thank some other people who have doing these, who is, who are doing this as well, but from across the pond that we're kind of helping out and they're helping us as well. They've signed us, for, they've signed up, they've signed up for ours. We've signed up for theirs as Nate has mentioned in the Ryder bowl, the Ryder bowl and the warrior bowl. The Ryder bowl is going to be so cool. It's, like Nate said, a dynasty league that handles Americans and Europeans, much like the Ryder Cup, if you're a golf fan. They've got divisions for the Europeans. They've got divisions for the Americans. And at the end of it, the Americans and the Europeans go head-to-head. Hopefully, one of us at Belly Up will be a ambas- an ambassador for the American team. Uh, I know Ryan is in the Phil Mickelson division. Nate, Nate and Billy are in the Jack or uh, the Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Uh, I went with my heritage hashtag half boy tie hashtag Tiger Woods. Hopefully I take that division. Uh, my division has also been the only division that's already had a trade happen. So that's pretty crazy uh, pre-draft. But thank you to Matt and Luke of the Ryder Bowl who have shown us how to 
run a huge league and kind of had the workings for our own St. Jude Belly Up Bowl. Uh, and then now the Ryder Bowl. This thing is huge. We're talking about the guys from Five Yard Rush. We're talking about our guys from Belly Up. A 240-man gauntlet. We have a 120-man gauntlet. They want to go a little bit bigger at 240. Let's go, Warrior Bowl. An American will win. We are one of their sponsors on their websites. I'm dropping them a big shout-out because I know that one of our guys is going to take it down. It's either going to be me or Ryan. I don't care. One of us are going to take it down. So we'll see y'all in December. But also, guys, I want to thank one more time Dave Wright, FF Spaceman, who has put Scott Fishbowl Potathon together, who we are also a sponsor of, as y'all have heard. Um, it's going to be late, late at night, but that's okay because we'll replay it uh, because I love it, man. And next week it's going to be huge. Um, real quick, I do want to thank Billy and Nate for joining us this week. Um, Belly Up Fantasy has a huge team, guys. Please join us. Um, if you think you can, just join us and we'll see what we can do. But thank you guys for joining us when we had to have some input players. You know, we had to pivot. Dan had some stuff to do. Zach had some stuff to do. Houston's got family in town right now, so he couldn't be a big part of it. He definitely hosted it and helped us out, but he couldn't engage with us as much as we wanted him to because he's given us the knowledge as well. But you guys have definitely helped us out, and we will have y'all back for sure because now we can have 10 people on here. Let's just have the whole belly of fancy crew on. <laughs> Let's talk everything, right? Because what else we got to talk about right now until football season happens? Exactly. You <laughs> wait for that three-hour show. <laughs> I mean – if they want to do 24 hours, let's do 48. We can probably do it. 72, you know, who cares? That's all. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you again to Dave, FF Spaceman. I want to say next week is going to be awesome because we're going to do something totally different. We're done with our divisions. So we'll probably go into more of something that's in line with every one of our guys where they want to talk about their own kinds of guys, who they're drafting, things like that. But it's going to be a huge show next week. Because we had a cancellation, but then also a redraft, or not redraft, but a rebooking. Will Bryanson will be with us finally next week of CBS Sports. Super nice guy. He has had his dates confused. His wife runs his planner. So it's not a big deal. He's text messaging me. He's cool. Uh, he's just shooting some fireworks this week. And then also, unrelated to fantasy football, but if you are a Texas Aggie or you like reality TV, we're going to have Cliff Hogg, Texas A&M alum, who is also part of Big Brother last year will be with us talking about some Houston Texans, talking about some fantasy football, and then obviously, what's it? What is it like being on reality TV? So, here at Belly Up Fantasy Lab, we do it all. We're going to give you your fantasy sports, and we might even give you a little bit of celebrity action here and there. So, thank you everybody who's following us. Thank you everyone who's gave us comments. Thank you everyone who has followed us from we get from the beginning. Uh, Y'all have a great night. Have a great 4th of July weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Belly Up Fantasy Live. 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.